why atheists hate logic. There's the reasons why atheists um, dislike logic. Not formal logic, but the logic used to um, discuss and, um, and debate uh, points. Um, if you use logic, you have to come to certain conclusions. And um, logic, of course, is absolute in its truth. Uh, it is raining or it is not raining is logically coherent. It can't be wrong. 2 plus 2 equals 4 is logical. It's tautological. It can't be wrong. Um, to say there is no God is uh, synthetic. You've got to um, prove it by reference to reality, but you can't. To say that um, the world is physical is, again, synthetic. You have to prove it by reference to the world, and you cannot. But logic um, can prove there is a God, but you have to accept logic. You have to follow the truth. So when um, atheists say there is no God, or that all gods are created by man. They're creating synthetic truths that can't be um, followed logically anywhere. It can only be uh, proven by reference to reality, but you can't prove any of this by reference to reality because it's not something anyone can observe. But when um, atheists say, uh, all gods are man-made, what actually are they saying in a logical sense? Because if all gods are man-made, there's no gods. But that is what they're saying, isn't it? All gods are man-made equals no gods. Because logically, gods aren't man-made. A god isn't man-made. If it's man-made, it's obviously under the purview and control of man. And God isn't that by definition. So either there are no gods because all gods are man-made, which tends to be a contradiction, or there is a God that is not man-made, ergo, because he is God. And if God isn't man-made, then he is beyond creation because you can't have a God that's not man-made within creation because God isn't part of the natural world. God has to be within the human realm, i.e a thing created by man which ergo defines him as not God or he is beyond man and therefore transcendent to all created things i.e. the reality of and all, all things that aren't God so God becomes, by definition, a thing in himself.
as he says, I am that I am. There isn't any logical way around this. There's either no gods, because all those things that are God, or called God, are created by humans, or there is a God, and he is transcendent and not created by humans. And logically also, we have to say if there's a God, there's only one God, because God as the absolute, as the supreme of all things, it has to be an entity unto himself. If we have a whole panoply of gods, then there isn't a God. There are gods, but they're not really, they're not really God. And these gods aren't really God because they're a multiplicity of, of factions. But if they're not God, then they don't have absolute power. They're all, all they are is a kind of um, supreme human being. And, you know, we can call them gods because we can say they have more power than the average human. But it's a terminological error, really, because um, multiple gods don't really come down to God. Um, now we can say this is just definitions, but that's the whole problem. It, it is just definitions. It's just concepts. But the the whole point is that our concepts have to be logical. They have to be purified. And so to say that gods are superhuman beings isn't to be God, it's to be a superhuman being. It's to be a human with superpowers. But this still leaves these gods relative to man because they can, they can be likened unto men. They can be put in the same category as men, but in, a, in the higher uh, extremes, the, the um, farther end to what men can aspire to. And so we do get people saying that over time we can aspire to become as gods because they're saying we can aspire to become superhuman, that is, higher, with men with higher capabilities than what we now have. But this doesn't make us God because God is in a different category. There's not a continuum from us to God. There's us and God. It, they're two different concepts. They have complete um, differential um, category of qualities. God is an absolute. Humans are very relative in terms of each other. We're an absolute in our totality.
but we're not absolute individually. God is absolute categorically and individually. Uh, we've talked about um, uh, God as a subject of uh, logic and uh, we've said that uh, God can't be a um, creation of man or he's not God. He can't be relative to man or he's not God. God has to be an absolute or he doesn't fit the um, configurations of what God is. God as a concept, as a thing of our understanding is a perfection and absolute. So we can't conceive of God as God without conceiving of an absolute. Anything less than this is not God by definition. And if we want to talk about God's being man-made, fine, but these aren't God. They're um, demons or um, demigods or superhuman entities whatever you want to call them but they're not God because God by definition is unto himself God says I am that I am because he is self-defined this to an atheist till still gives them the option so they say or think of rejecting the hypothesis and saying the conception of god can be what it is we still reject it but it's not that simple because god as an absolute can't be rejected you can't reject something that is absolute you can only reject relativist ideas now we say god is an absolute and a thing unto himself and as such we can't um compare him to anything we can't not have him because if we compared him to something else or replaced him with something else he's no, no longer an absolute and let, let's put it this way the platonic um, forms were supposed to be absolutes for every table there's an absolute table but try and conceive of an absolute table all you can do is conceive of a relativistic table we can conceive of a relativistic human or a um, relativistic house when we think of a house it's always a particular kind of a house it's not an absolute house it's not an absolute light or an absolute car or an absolute anything when we design a car we're trying to configure a car to fit a particular person's idea of the ultimate car but it's not the ultimate car it's only a consumer um, category of consumers ultimate car you have the ultimate uh, race car the ultimate pickup truck the ultimate uh, sedan and so forth 
but they're only ultimate in a relativistic sense in terms of the consumer's preferences. And this goes for everything. Only God has an absolute that is absolute, an absolute that is absolutely absolute. And God cannot be transfigured, transformed, transliterated or anything else. He's an absolute. And this is why atheists will not engage in logic when it comes to Christianity. Because ultimately, if you follow logic, you're going to arrive at God. And it's the same way with science. If you actually follow science, if you actually follow truth, you're going to end up at where God is. Every path leads to God if it's honestly followed. And this is a truth that cannot be denied. And it drives atheists crazy. But that's the truth. God is an absolute. He's logically and coherently an absolute. He's total truth. Absolute. So, just to conclude here, what we're saying is that God as an absolute is logically coherent and you can't dispute the logic of God without is either an absolute or he doesn't exist but an absolute by it the very terms of its logic must exist so once more if you follow logic you arrive at God because if you follow logic you, you arrive at the absolute and the absolute is God by definition.